0: I looked up the word trilogy on dictionary.com and it says a series or group of three plays, novels, operas, etc. that although individually complete are closely related in theme, sequence or the like. Oh, well then that means that my episode one, two and three aren't really a trilogy because they aren't really the same. Oh well, join me anyway in episode three, which is kind of like part three of episode one, where I talk about The Edge from 1997 and 2012's Buried, starring Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds. So let's just twitch it. Because mainly I think scary ones aren't that scary. They can be quite funny. Kind of like, huh, that person just lost their head that person lost their head too that's two people that's lost their heads Why are you losing your heads for all right welcome 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 to beast movie reviews i'm your host brad dj and this is it episode three or aka part three of episode one Depending how you want to look at it. Because I think the way I planned this is that the first three episodes have all kind of come out at once. So I actually decided to bring it out on the 13th of October at 1300, which is 1pm. And quickly, just so you know how lazy maybe I am, although I'm not that lazy, but I had this idea of doing like a podcast, I would say over three years ago, when my fourth child was born on Friday the 13th of october that's right what an awesome awesome date and i still remember being in the hospital with nikki and she's lying on the bed and we've got a a midwife or a nurse talking to us about what's happening with the labor and everything i won't go into too much detail but it was mentioned that yeah come back tomorrow come back tomorrow because we were there on the um 12th come back tomorrow and i was like really excited like that is cool like That that means he's going to be born on Friday the thirteenth. What what an awesome date for my fourth and last child to be born on that date. And I remember very specifically, we both remember that there was a bed uh, across from us with uh, a lady who was also going through uh, the pregnancy. Obviously, you know, she was pregnant and she was having contractions, and they pretty much the nurse was telling them. That, yeah, it's all going good and the baby should be born, you know, in a few hours, which would be the 13th. And the father was like, "I uh, know you got to, you know, cross your legs. You can't be born tomorrow because it's Black Friday. And he was like, i uh, no, he wasn't like too upset, of course. It was so funny because he's there thinking uh, no Black Friday can't do that and I'm there thinking oh yes Friday the 13th on October not, not like 13th Friday the 13th of another month it's Friday the 13th of October it was really cool and tomorrow marks his third birthday which is today if you're listening to it but anyway it comes out this episode will come out on the 13th of October which is uh, Tuesday. But anyway, let's go into movies we're going to talk about today in this episode. I want to talk to you about low-budget movies done with like a really low cast, like one or two, three, four casts, because those kind of movies are the ones that I really like. And I think I liked them because when I'd watch them, I'd be like, you know, this is a movie that I could do if I put my mind to it, Uh, because, you know, it doesn't cost very much. And there's so many movies out there that are like that, that have just done so well. Like, for example... Blair Witch, which I've previously spoken to you about. Blair Witch was done on a pretty low budget. And even Saw was done on a very low budget and a low cast and just done incredibly well. And another movie that I like that's also done on a low budget. I mean, $30 I think, is uh, pretty low in Hollywood. But it is The Edge, starring Anthony Hopkins and Alec Baldwin and the edge came out in 1997 and if you haven't seen the edge there's probably a reason why you haven't seen it because it actually it's i think it's known as a bit of a flop it didn't do very well it didn't bring much bring back a lot of money and i have no idea why because it has one of the best deaths in movie history like just the just i'm going to vote it as number 1 in my list of best deaths. I mean, I know that there's a thing going around on Facebook that one of the best deaths in movies is in Die Hard, where the character Hans Grubin falls from the tower, played by the magnificent Alan Rickman, and it's known as a pretty dramatic, really good death, Because, but I kind of think that they cheated a little bit to make that so good, because the story obviously goes that they were... When they were filming it, they had strung up Alan Rickman in a harness and everything, and all completely safe. And they were going to drop him, and he was, you know, hoisted up. And we're going to drop you, and we're going to count, and then we're going to drop you, and we're going to film, you know, you falling. But they, the director, purposely dropped him before he counted down. To get that um, that look of, oh my goodness, because I'm pretty sure in Alan's like, head, he's probably thinking that, oh no, something's gone wrong and I'm falling down to my actual death. So they kind of cheated a little bit, but still, I also give credit to Alan Rickman because he has he dies really incredibly in movies anyway. Because if you haven't seen Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, or his you should because he's in that, he plays the sheriff. His death scene in that movie is, I wouldn't say over-the-top dramatic. It is the way he's, you know, the way he's, like, falling around and he's, like, he's being stabbed and he's, like, trying to get, he gets out to, like, the the arch of the window and he's, like, looking out to the sky and he just kind of, he just kind of, you know, just dies. And, of course... Harry Potter, dying in Snape. If you haven't seen Harry Potter and you're up to that kind of part, yeah, he doesn't die, he lives. No, he dies, but he dies really well in that movie too. I mean, he's such he's really good at dying. But anyway, in The Edge, let me just tell you what The Edge is about. It's about this um, billionaire who is played by Anthony Hopkins, and is, he's very smart, he's a very smart billionaire. He reads books, like, constantly. He's always reading, so he's pretty smart. Him and his wife, who is played by Elle, uh, what's her name? Elle um, Macpherson. Al McPherson to be his wife, because obviously he's a billionaire and got this, you know, lovely young wife. Um, but she's not in it very long; she's only in it for a little bit. But then, how can I say? So then, uh, let's see. Alec Baldwin is played. He plays this like photographer who's flying over to Alaska, the, the mountains of Alaska, with Elle McPherson and the husband. Well, Anthony Hopkins' character he comes too. Because you know, well, he's he's got nothing else to do, but he he comes over with her. Now, I don't think Alec Baldwin's character wanted that for him to come as well, because something is going on a bit with Alec Baldwin's character and Al McPherson. Something's going on, and you don't quite know, but you kind of get the gist of it. But anywho, anyway, huh? So then they get. What are they going to do? Is they're going to go and get in the plane and fly over to pick up this Indian Alaska character that lives out. In the woods, in the cold, and, you know, he, he he's someone that Alec Baldwin's character, who, I sh- should say Robert, his name's Robert, who sees a picture of this fella, and he wants to photograph this guy too. I think it's just a way to get Anthony Hopkins' character just out of the, out of the place, out of the picture, because I think he wants to bop him off somehow. I don't quite know, but anywho. So they get into a light plane, and then Alec, Robert, has an assistant played by Harold. You would definitely know who he is, because he plays the character Link, in The Matrix, and he also is very famously known as playing in Romeo and Juliet alongside Leonardo DiCaprio, playing, what's this guy's name, playing Mercutio, Mercutio, oh man, is that, is that how you say that, Mercutio, but anyway, this character Mercutio in Romeo and Juliet is really good, he's like the drag queen dress up who comes out and sings, and that's who the assistant is. Played by Harold. His name is Stefan. He's the one that has the amazing the amazing death. So then oh let me see. So then they fly in a light plane, they go over to find this fella. He's not there, so they have to fly somewhere else to go find him because the guy's like left a note at his little cabin saying that I'm off I'm off hunting. I'm not here, so they decide to go find him. So they fly off and what happens? Of course the whole bunch of birds get into their their flight path and they just crash and go down and smack bang in the water. The um, pilot of the plane dies, and then the rest of them get out. So it's Anthony Hopkins get out, Alec and Harold. So let me see. Harold's character is Stephen. Charles is the billionaire played by Anthony, and then Robert is played by Alec. So I'm going to try and use those names. Charles, Robert, and Stefan. Anyway, the part that I'm going to tell you about the best death in the whole the whole movie, I've left out a main character in this movie, which is Bart. He is a very main character. This is Bart the Bear. So he is a really big brown bear. He's pl- He's been in other movies that you might know of. Well, not really, because he's back. He's like a bear that would play in movies back in the 90s. So he was in um, Legends of the Fall, uh, White Fang, if anyone knows White Fang, and Twelve Monkeys, which is another Brad Pitt movie. So I, I, don't, I don't know how that works out. I think Brad obviously knows uh, Bart the Bear very well. But anyway... But the bear is also like, I would say he's probably the star of The Edge too. So I probably could have led with that. But anyway, these three guys are out there in Alaska and they're stuck and they're going to try and walk, just kind of walk walk home, walk back to where where they flew out of. The character Stefan, the assistant, he kind of, he cuts himself because he's getting all worked up. Like, you know, we're going to die and when are we going to be saved? We're going to be lost. We're going to be out here forever. and And Charles kind of gives them something to do and just says here here's a knife and go make a a spear out of a stick you know so we can like use the cat catch fish which is like a crazy thing to do but anyway he does that and he cuts himself cuts his leg and blood's going everywhere and then charles is like wrapping his like rips a part of his shirt off or jumper off and wraps it up and then that night let's see so then that night what happens is charles and robert are kind of having a bit of an argument or disagreement because Robert is also not believing that we're gonna get out of here and Charles character is dead set. He's still thinking, well, We're we're gonna get out of here. We're gonna we're gonna go. We're gonna move out, we're gonna walk over those hills, piece of cake. And they have this little argument. And then um Stephen Stefan's character is kinda of beside the fire and it's like talk he kinda of hears something and sees something in the in the woods. Like in the trees. Ooh, what's that? And he kind of calls out to the other two, Hey, hey, but they're not listening. They're just like talking and arguing and whatnot. And then he sees it and then the, it's a bear and he's like, oh, shoot. And this bear starts coming towards him and he kind of like turns around trying to try and get away and the bear just like grabs onto his leg. You don't see it, but you're definitely, this is what happens. Grabs onto his leg, picks him up and like throws him against a tree, right? And now this is when the other two obviously know because Stefan, Stefan has screamed out like, you know, ah, eh. anyway, so they've come out. What do you do when you see the, the photographer that's sleeping with your wife, his, his assistant, you know, almost being eaten by a bear? What do you do? Walk away? Probably. But what does Charles do? You know, you've got to do something. So he gets a stick, like one of the sticks that they've obviously made somewhere. Just, oh, wait, he pulls out a stick from the fire. Yeah, so he pulls out a stick from the fire and he's like trying to wave it around like, you know, get away, get away, bear. And the bear's is looking at him like, what are you doing? Like, whatever. I'm here to, you know, have, have some food and I don't care about you. And he kind of just, like, knocks that stick out of his hands. And then he goes back and grabs onto Stefan. And at this point, this is not the point that I quite like, and I'm like, wow, this is amazing. Because at this point, Stefan's making a whole bunch of noise. He's, like, screaming and carrying on because, like, you know, I'm dying. What, what else is he going to do? He doesn't even yell out to his mum. He just screams in pain, like, is really scared and then so the bear's like got a hold of him again and the character charles he has this moment where you know he wants to help but seriously in real life you can't help and he just has this kind of he just has to run and he tells anthony he tells robert to also run like that's we can't do anything else and they're like running away and you're hearing Hearing, it, I think you see it again. You see again the bear kind of grab him, and he's like, throw, he's like throwing him around, and then he goes and grabs him again to like bite a bite of a chunk out of his neck, chunk out of his neck. Well, he grabs again to bite a chunk out of his neck, and you can hear all the screaming, and then you hear nothing. You just hear the whole the whole dying, and that that would be my number one death scene in a movie, because just the way it all lays, it all plays out. It's amazing, and I quite love it. It's like whoa, and the rest of the movie is also a good movie. But that's why I wanted to really tell you that one part, that one part, because I remember, um, I remember when I showed that to my sister in law, because she came over to spend time with Nikki, her sister. I guess you know I'm just I'm also just there, but she wanted to watch a scary movie, and I don't know how old she was, but she was young, and you can't really show. Uh, you can't really show too much of a scary movie. So I picked out The Edge. I was like, Well this is a good movie. This is pretty good. This is intense. And yeah, she got pretty scared but she also loved it. And she got she loved it so much she had to rewatch it the next day as well. But I think she also loved it I think she also loved the death scene. And it's it's you know, I, I can't say much else about that. But like The Edge. Have I got any more notes about The Edge? The soundtrack is also a killer soundtrack. I love the soundtrack to the Edge. I went and bought that too, same as Sleepy Hollow. Oh, that's right. Another thing that makes the Edge so good is it's directed by Lee. Directed, it's directed by Lee Tamahori, and he. Looking at his rev- his other movies that he's directed, he hasn't done that well, which is probably why the Edge flopped and didn't do that well. I guess, but it's an incredible movie because another movie that he's also done that, you know, probably put him into stardom was Once Were Warriors because he did Once Were Warriors in 1994 and that is an incredible movie. And now he's done The Edge in 1997, but looking at his other movies, he hasn't really done much else that's actually done really well. But going on from that, so another movie that is a low cast and is also good is well this one actually is so low cast it's only one character basically and it's not the moon with Sam Rockwell, like a single character single character actor in a movie and this is Ryan Reynolds Buried. Ryan Reynolds Buried. I was introduced to Ryan Reynolds Buried by my wife who I think she saw a trailer of it and she kinda of thought, yes, Brad is going to love that movie. Cause she knows me really well. She knows what I'm gonna like, and I think, oh man, I think, I think you even see it. Did you watch it, Nikki? She's not here to answer me. I think she's seen it. I think she saw a bit of it and then thought, yeah, browser gonna love this movie. Cause when I watched it, I didn't watch it with her. She, I think she might have been in bed. I don't know when, when I watched it. But if you haven't seen Ryan Reynolds buried, then you definitely should see it. Cause Okay, someone just decided to text me on my phone while I'm busy recording a podcast. What's wrong with people? I mean, would I, I should <clears throat> put that on silent. Anyway, back to it. Now I've lost my train of thought. Nah, it's always here. I've got it. woo um, So Ryan Reynolds, if you haven't seen Buried Ryan Reynolds, you definitely should, because it is, it's amazing how it's all done in one little room with one actor. And it goes for like, what, an hour and a half? So, the concept the concept of buried is Ryan Reynolds wakes up in a coffin. So, he's buried inside a coffin. And I've just been told by Nikki the difference between a coffin and a casket. And I think... What did she say? I think a casket... Oh, man. I'm going to be... I think a casket is... Uh, A four-sided box with hinges, and a coffin is a six-sided box that can't open. So I'm going to say he was buried in in a coffin. Um, So I'm going to say that he was buried in a coffin. Oh shoot. Okay, so I've just kind of realized that my microphone has been like slowly falling down and I may have been getting softer and softer. So if you were there listening to me going, hang on, he's getting quieter. What's going on? That's the reason why my microphone was slowly just falling down and I didn't notice it. And I'm actually, I didn't notice it when I was still hunched over. I'm like, hang on, why am I so hunched? Oh, my microphone's falling. And I've just kind of went down with it without realizing that I'm actually following my microphone. My microphone's falling down to the ground and I'm just slowly hunching over to follow it along and I'm 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 silly. So anyway. He wakes up in Ryan Reynolds play he plays the character Paul. He wakes up in a coffin and he um it's well, he's he finds himself uh a, a phone. I think he also finds a flashlight. But basically he's been like Kidnapped. He's in a different, a different country. I don't want to go too much too much in about it, but he's in a, he's been kidnapped and he's been buried, and people want money, right? But just how I may just how the how they make this movie in one box, all the different angles, is just incredible. And I think if it wasn't Ryan Reynolds that was playing it, if it was like another character, another actor, I don't know who, but like I think Ryan Reynolds definitely helps. Keep you um, involved in watching just Ryan because it's just him. It's just basically his face. You watch his face for an hour and a half. So if you like Ryan Reynolds and you want to see nothing but Ryan Reynolds for an hour and a half, watch Buried because that's Ryan Reynolds for an hour and a half. He talks, he makes jokes, he's stuck in a coffin, by the way. Um, there is different like scenes, there's different tense scenes in it. okay, like was one scene involving a snake. That comes into his coffin. That's a bit creepy, but oh, if you're claustrophobic, you don't like claustroph- being claustrophobic. Maybe you shouldn't watch it because that's you know you don't leave. You never ever leave the coffin. Okay, now I won't keep talking. I'm just episode three was just basically another episode to get out there. Just so that when I when I first came out for you guys to download and listen to my podcast there was at least three episodes so i must i definitely appreciate you listening to all three of them if you have and i can't wait to bring out my next one (sighs) so that's it so i won't keep talking i wanted i wanted to just tell you those two movies those movies i quite liked i still i haven't told you many stories so I look forward to doing my next podcast and bringing out more podcasts and I'm going to tell you some more stories more stories about me as a kid and things that have happened to me and stories that are being recent and just movies that I watch scary movies that I watch and my opinions on all the scary movies so don't forget to go to BradDJ.com you can follow me on Facebook at Beast Movie Reviews or you can subscribe to my emailing list just go to BradDJ.com click on podcast and that's it That's it, that's all I'm gonna say. I'll see you later. Beast movie reviews will continue in another episode. Keep up to date by subscribing to the email list. Go to (laughs) BrandyJ.com.